Thank you for listening to this episode of Christian Car Guy Theater. We are so honored that you would spend time with us. My name is Ann Alt, and I'm one of the actors on the Christian Car Guy Theater team, and you can find out all about us on this Christian Car Guy website, christiancarguy.com. We get to play all sorts of fun characters, humans and car parts. And as Miss Annie would say, many people use this pre-roll time to ask for money, but we want to ask you for something we feel is much more valuable. We ask for your prayers. And as Tammy Tensioner would say, we need stories where Jesus is clearly the hero of the story. You see what I mean? Hey, Bert Rosenberg, what would Mosey Motor Oil say? Well, thanks for asking, Ann. My friend, Mosey Motor Oil, and he is my friend. Uh, he's the first friend I've ever had that is actually motor oil. Mm-hmm. And Mosey Motor Oil would say... No! Friends, hey, look here, listen, listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. Prayer keeps things from getting stuck. Yeah, kind of like oil. That's what oil does. Ain't that right? Yeah. So you know what I'm saying is right. And everybody needs fresh oil. So please remember us in your prayer. Well, thank you, Mosey. Uh, say, uh, Ellen Kennedy, what would Gracie Gas Tank say? Gracie Gas Tank would say, You have started to fill our tank by just listening today. We are so excited to share our stories with you. So please pray that God would get us the sponsors and radio stations to share it with many more who may never have come to know Jesus. (laughs) Now sit back and enjoy this episode of Christian Car Guy Theater. Now time for Christian Car Guy Theater with today's episode, Jailhouse Justice, Part 2. Last time on Jailhouse Justice, Part 1. Holy cannoli! Oh, what do you mean, what's a 1074? A 1074? Well, I, hang on just a second. Let me look here in my pocket guide here. Oh, oh, a 1074. That's a jailbreak! Oh my goodness, from the from our hospital, Allie. Brad's on the loose. Oh, Jimmy, can I take your Jeep? I, I don't think this is a job for the Corolla, and the sheriff has our car out on his way to Denver. Oh, here here's the keys to the Corolla, and oh, and get Allie somewhere safe. May, maybe back to her grandparents. I'll see if I can head them off. Sure, Eustace. Isn't everyone over at the church? There's been a jailbreak. Shots fired. There were two state police guarding Brad, but he escaped just now. Eustace has gone after him. But what's Eustace going to do when he catches them? Ned, boy, was I glad to see you. That was more adventure than I bargained for back there. The not big on failure, Brad. He wasn't about to risk you saying anything, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he wanted me to share this with you. Ned hands Brad a picture and Brad's face turns to horror. No, 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 he knows I would never talk. He wouldn't. And now, Jailhouse Justice, part two. Oh, great. Just great. 
out of the frying pan and into the fire. How could Noir even know I had a daughter? And now he's got my daughter. So now I either get that alley dingbat or my daughter suffers her fate. Noir will sell my daughter to that sex trafficking gang. How could I get myself in so deep? I can't even show my face around this place anymore. How in the world can I possibly snatch that girl again? Oh, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Now that might work. Hmm. Meanwhile, Eustace is in hot pursuit in Jimmy's Jeep on Highway 11. Miles from nowhere and even more miles away from the escaped Brad. Suddenly, it occurs to Eustace that he isn't even driving the police car. He's driving Jimmy's Jeep. The car parts don't miss a thing as Eustace starts talking to himself. Well, you just can't leave real police work to the state guys. All they had to do was watch one prisoner. You'd think they could handle just one prisoner with all that training they get for Pete's sake. Well, who am I kidding? I'm the least qualified deputy in Colorado. I mean, I have no business being out here looking for a real criminal. What if I find him without the sheriff? Then what? Gracie Gastank sees that Deputy Eustace is running on empty and injects her two cents. Jeepers, we got trouble. It seems the deputy has dropped his shield. His shield, mon ami? Oh, Gracie Gastank, are you saying that Eustace cannot be on patrol without his badge? Not that shield, Frenchie. I'm talking about his shield of faith. He's lost faith in himself. But worse than that, he's forgotten who saved his bacon when Brad shot at him the last time. God answered Miss Bonnie Sprayer, and that bullet hit his hat, not his head. Sacre bleu! You are right, Gracie Gastink. The shield of faith is très important. What can we do to get him to raise his shield, Mosey Motor Oil? You are the slick one. Hmm, yeah, I'm the slick one, yeah, I, mm -hmm. hey, hey, now, if, see, if we could just create a situation where Eustace would call Pastor Jack, see, now, Pastor Jack, you know, never talks to anybody without offering to pray, ain't that right, mm-hmm, and that will raise that shield, you see what I'm saying, mm-hmm, hey, hmm, hey, I got it, I got it. Eustace knows that Jimmy has gone to the church, right? Well, remember, if something started happening to the Jeep that Eustace couldn't stop, Eustace would have to call Jimmy. And Jimmy will be there with, guess who? Pastor Jack, that's right, and Bonnie, and Bob, and Miss Annie. Now, if that group can't raise the shield of faith, I don't know who can. You see what I'm saying? That plan seems a little Mickey Mouse, Mosey. But I'll give it a squirt. Squirt, squirt, squirt! Now what is it with these darn windshield washers? They won't turn off, dagnabbit. Oh, this Jeep has a mind of its own. Oh, oh, fooey, I'm gonna have to pull over and call Jimmy. Eustace carefully pulls the Jeep over and gets Jimmy on the phone. I'm glad you called, Eustace. We were all so concerned about you. Have you seen Brad or the getaway car? No, I, I haven't seen a thing. And I can't see a thing because your windshield washers won't quit. What is wrong with this Jeep? Gee, Eustace, it's, it's strange, but those washers do tend to act up when there is trouble. What is it, Jimmy? 
What's going on? Jimmy puts his hand over the phone. Not sure, Pastor Jack. Eustace hasn't seen anything, and now the windshield washers are stuck or something. And Eustace doesn't sound right, Pastor. He just doesn't sound himself. Let me talk with him, Jimmy. Jimmy hands Pastor Jack the phone. Eustace, any sign of anything besides the washer problem? Well, like I told Jimmy, nothing, Pastor Jack. Nothing but a wet windshield. Uh, oh, listen, Pastor Jack, I, I just feel like... I don't know, Pastor. I, oh, I just... I just don't... I'm just not the right man for this kind of job. Why couldn't the sheriff be here? This is a highly dangerous situation, and I'm all alone out here with no clues, and I, I can't see a thing because of this. This Jeep is crazy. Eustace, any good police officer needs to make sure he is fully equipped, right? And that means you need the full armor for times like this, Eustace. You see, in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, we are told to put on the full armor of God, and the first piece of armor we have to put on is the belt of truth. You need some truth right now, Eustace, and the truth is, you are certainly not alone. In fact, those who are with you are greater than those who are against you. You need to believe that truth, Eustace, and believe it with all your heart. When you believe that particular truth, Eustace, not only will you be putting on the belt of truth, but you will be raising up your shield. That shield is part of our armor because the Bible tells us, above all, to take up the shield of faith. We have more armor to equip you with, but for now, let's get these two strapped on, the belt of truth and the shield of faith. Is it all right if I pray, Eustace? That's another part of the armor that is called all prayer. I don't know, Pastor. You, you talk a good game, but this is, this is life and death. Eustace, since these words are straight out of the Bible, I know it's true. The truth is we can trust God even when we can't trust ourselves. Pray with me, Eustace. God is on his way. He will never leave us or forsake us. All right, Pastor. I, I guess I have nothing to lose and, and everything to gain, you might say. And I sure could use that shield of faith right about now. Heavenly Father, we so desperately need you now. Lord, we always need you, but our brother Eustace needs all the faith you can give him, Father. And all of us here right now, Jimmy and Allie, Bob and Bonnie and Miss Annie, we lock our shields of faith, dear Lord, and we believe that you will come and give our brother Eustace the faith that he needs. Yes, Lord, we trust you. Jesus, help Eustace. Holy Spirit, fill Eustace with your power. Father, we know that you are ever-present in our times of need. Oh, dear Lord, I know you love Eustace with all your heart, and you will come to his aid. Tune in next month for another exciting episode of Jailhouse Justice, Part 3. Now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. <laughs> Randy, do you think Wally Windshield Wiper worked for Microsoft? <laughs> Why did you say such a crazy thing like that? After today's episode, Daddy. Uh-huh, he's so good with windows. It looks like everyone will get a window seat into what's really going on inside Deputy Eustace's mind behind that mask in this episode. <laughs> but you're so right, Daddy. Eustace's lack of faith here could really get a lot of folks hurt, maybe even killed. Even one shield down in a Greek army could lead to total defeat. Pastor Jack's lesson on getting used to some armor right now couldn't have been more timely. He sure has me listening. <laughs> Randy, and this being a car show, you auto listen. <laughs> oh boy. Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Radiator.